Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mixed Nuts Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming back and, and listening to another episode. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to mention real quick, I want to thank everybody who listened to our podcast last week and gave us the feedback. Um, we sent it out to some friends and, and the one family member that knows we're in the lifestyle. Uh, and we got some really good feedback. We really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I'm so glad that you guys are here and will continue to help us grow. All right. So today's episode, um, we're going to talk about respect. And uh, when I say respect, I mean respect in between you and your partner, respect between your play partner and you, and respect between your play partner and your partner, your life partner, your husband, your boyfriend, um, whatever life, that is. girlfriend. Wife, girlfriend, yeah. And so that's going to be our center of topic. Um, this is really kind of the meat and potatoes of why I wanted to do a podcast was this this subject because I felt like there was no there was no direction or no guidance with this subject when it came to interracial couples and some of the topics that we have to tackle that same race couples don't have to tackle. And so this episode is like my baby. Mm-hmm. It's also a matter of consent, uh, the double standard in the lifestyle of consent, you know. So yes. I'll let, uh, let my wife explain, expand on that. So we have uh, a play style to where, well, why don't you talk about the play style? I, I would describe our play style as uh, we prefer to play together. Um, there are a lot of instances where, say we're at a house party and, you know, something's going on my wife might find somebody attractive and she goes off to play with him and and vice versa i find somebody attractive on you know connect on a level and and we go play so there are those instances where we you know where we play separately but our preference is to play together yes and something that i noticed when we were at house parties or when we were at pool parties or events was women tend to not have any kind of code of conduct it's kind of like the wild wild west with them whereas with a single man, and not even just single man, you know, just a, a man in general. A, a man in general. Yeah. yeah, there, there, there is a a code of conduct with men. Men, men typically, men always don't approach me uh, or, or touch me without talking to you first. Yeah, and I know that they have talked to you if they come to talk to me because t- typically what they'll do is they'll ask you, hey. Can I touch your wife's butt? And you say, I don't care. You have to ask her. And then they'll come ask me. And and that's how that kind of goes. Um, they typically carry on a conversation with you, mm-hmm. um, get to know you, acknowledge you, and then kind of wait for you to give them the, okay, you can go talk to her. Yeah. Um, obviously, sometimes that's not the case because you might be off playing. So they'll talk to me. Uh, definitely ask me for permission before they touch me at all. Yeah. Um, but with women, it's not necessarily that way. Uh, there's been a couple of instances, one I wasn't around, another one I was around, but um, where they just walk up to you and grab your dick and start stroking it. And then with this like shitting grin on their face, ask you if it's okay. And, and it blows my mind because maybe they would, but to me, if a guy just walked up and grabbed my ass, I, I, well, I did the other day at the meet and greet. I let yeah. him know, like, that's not acceptable. Yeah. So, but with women, it, that, that's, doesn't seem to be the case. But there's a, there's a, a standard of consent, um, that men 
feel they typically need to get, especially in the lifestyle, feel they typically need to get so that they don't get in a position to where, you know, they're being accused of being a sexual predator or being accused of assaulting a woman. So there's there's that added like pressure. Like protection for them almost. To yeah. The, the guys. Yeah, yeah I, I do agree on that. Um, with the women, though, I feel like the thing that really irritates me is there's sometimes where I feel like they look past me. Like there, there are some women that would knock me out the way to get to you. Mm. Um, and I, that would really, really upset me. They, uh, they, they would basically just ignore me. Whereas yeah, like you weren't there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that caused a lot of problems between us in the beginning. Yeah, we had some challenges to overcome in regards to that. And, and I had to take it upon myself to recognize what you were seeing. And, yes. you know, yeah, we, it, we, it, it did drive a wedge between us. And it took a little while for me to understand your feelings towards it. Um, I think we've come to an understanding where I have to, I, I make sure that the other woman acknowledges you. Yes. You know, that they talk to you, they, that, that they know that you're my wife. Yeah. And not just my girlfriend or some chick that I'm sleeping with, that chick I brought to the, to the party. Well, and even though, like you, like you said, not even your girlfriend, like, but, but we, we know couples where they're in long-term relationships, yeah. they're, they're boyfriend, girlfriend, they're, they're not married, but, but that is the woman in the relationship. Yeah. And, and they feel the same way I do. Um, they're, I have a close group of friends who are the the wives, the wives, the girlfriends in an interracial relationship. And when, when I first started trying to tackle this, um, you know, I would talk to them or kind of pick their brain and realize that they felt the same way I did. And I think when I was able to come to you and say, you know, so-and-so said that her and her boyfriend have this issue too, and this is how they handle it maybe you should reach out to him and find out what he does or and i think the more that i came to you and said look this this is a real issue and it's not just me i'm not crazy and then you know there there was the second time that it happened to where i was standing there and the you had just literally introduced me as your wife and the woman grabbed your dick and started stroking it and and both of us kind of stood there like well now what do we do cuz <laughs> cuz I want to punch her and I know you're scared to death you're going to get in trouble when we get in the car. So how do we how do we deal with this? And I think I I think at first you thought I was overreacting. Um and and I was upset because you were underreacting. Mm-hmm. So when I when I came to you and said, "Look, this is a real issue." We we sat down, pinned the paper and was like, "Okay, so you, you you know, you were you said something along the lines of what do I need to do to make you feel better in this situation? What do you need from me? And to where I told you, I need you to make sure that they acknowledge that, that I am who I am, that I am your woman. Yeah. And, uh, and I lend the, I lend the dick out, but at the end of the night, the dick is coming home with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and, and, and if I don't, and if I don't want to lend the dick to you, I don't lend the dick to you. So, um, I, I think establishing that one made me, feel a lot better. Uh, uh, obviously, this is not the case all the time. We've discussed that. Yeah. You, you try your hardest, but there might be a point where I'm outside talking to some friends because like we said in the last episode, I like the social aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I might be outside talking to some friends. You might be upstairs 
run into a lady, you know, things might happen. And at that point it doesn't, but you always like will loop back around and circle me in and introduce me to, to her. Um, uh, you always make a great point of saying, you know, this is my wife, Brenda, Brenda, this is so-and-so. Um, and, and then I also had to realize that you're going to make an effort, but that effort isn't all, but that effort isn't always going to, not effort isn't always going to be there, but it's not always going to be, it's not always going to happen. Yeah. Um, circumstances related. So we had to compromise. And, and I think that's one thing that all couples in the lifestyle have to do is, exactly. is compromise. So we came up with some rules. We also have some boundaries and we also have some situational yeah. um, things. Yep. Uh, um, and, they, and, and our rules, boundaries, they, they definitely have evolved over time. And I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people that have been in the lifestyle uh, for a while, they're, their boundaries have evolved also. So you start off with this long list of do's and don'ts and then you realize, no, that's not, that's not going to work. That shit's not going to work. Okay. We can scratch that. Uh, I so, think we had like, I mean, we probably had like, I probably had like 20 rules for you when we first started yeah. this. And after probably the, the second play experience, I was like, okay, well we can get rid of uh, three through 18. <laughs> um, and so what, what we had last year in, in, in moving into to our rules, last year we had a set of rules and we realized that those rules were based on what we heard other people talk about, what we had researched and read about. Yeah. Um, and, and some of those rules didn't apply to us. They, they were things that we necessarily didn't need out of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of put them in there and... It, it kind it of sounded it, good at the time. Yeah. You know, it, oh yeah, yeah, that works. Okay. And then we realized, and as in practical, you know, it, it, as as a practical matter, it didn't work. Right. You know, like the kissing. There are some couples that have like no kissing rules, and and sometimes that can be a little difficult to not kiss. I mean, especially if you're a person who enjoys kissing. Right. So. Right. So and I mean, we can talk about it. We had hall passes. Yeah. And. That was something that the person who was having the hall pass was, it was great for them. But when we were on the other side of it, um, it, it, it was not such a fun event. So yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, well, at the end of last year, we kind of reevaluated everything that had happened in the past year. And, you know, what, what do we want to change? What, what do we want to maybe add? What do we want to take away? Um, and, and, so what we did was we reevaluated our rules. Mm-hmm. Um, we have hard rules. We have a couple of hard, like this is it and this is no negotiable, non-negotiable. And then we have some boundaries where, um, you know, it might be, it's something that the other person doesn't, you know, might feel uncomfortable with. But in this situation, let's talk about it and see what, what happens. So like uh, New Orleans is a great example. So we're going to Naughty in New Orleans. Um, I typically like for you to check in with me and make sure, you know, we know where each other is. But in New Orleans, um, there very well might be a time where we're at a meet and greet and I'm partying and you want to go play. And Mm -hmm. I'm perfectly fine with you going off and playing because I don't want to leave the party. So um, we've kind of discussed that. And then there are some situational things. And what happens with that is... When we go to a party, you know, at, on our way there, we're talking about like, okay, so 
you know, what, what are we expecting from each other in this party? What, what is, you know, what, what is a no? What is a yes? Do, do we have a code word? You know, what, what kind of things are going on here? So um, we kind of evolved our rules yeah. this year. Um, so that's, you got anything to add to that? No, I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, we had to, I mean, the whole past thing, yeah, we, we did away with that beginning of this year. Um, last year, December, early January of this year was kind of like a little over a year that we had been in the lifestyle and we were able to reflect on the things that we were okay with, weren't okay with throughout that year and a half and, um, make changes based on how we felt. So, yeah, I, because I definitely think. I definitely think that we are unique um, in in how we handle the lifestyle because for me it's all about compromising. Uh, I know I know you like the variety. I know you like the the interaction, the the sexuality, um, and you know that I like the partying. And so it's really uh, a, a compromise between us mm-hmm. um, to to tell you no. I don't want you to play with that person because I'm not attracted to the husband. Um, you're going to miss out on something that you're looking for in the lifestyle. Well, I mean, we do run into that, though. I mean, there there are times where, you know, one of us, well, typically you, don't uh, <laughs> find the male half attractive. And usually it's, it's not a problem. Um... But I, I would say, I would say that in terms of, you know, this so-called taking one for the team, I mean, I don't think we, we, we really, we've really done that. Maybe once, maybe once I think you might've taken one for the team. <laughs> I, I went, so, so yeah, so let's talk about that. There are, uh, taking one for the team. I don't necessarily feel like I have ever taken one for the team or even if I'm not attracted to the guy, I'll tell you like, yeah, there's an, that's an absolute no babe. But, but there are possibilities to where, no, I'm not attracted to the guy, but if I talk to him and there's a connection between us. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's it's more than physical for women. Yeah. For men, it's all physical. Yeah. And, but, but if I can make some kind of connection, I, I will play with them. There's only, there's only a handful that I've been like, yeah, no, you, good luck on that one. I'll yeah. catch me at the bar when you're done. Um, <laughs> but but I, do, I don't see it as taking one for the team. I There are women that you're attracted to and I know you want to play with. And so for me to say, no, you can't, no, I'm not going to. I feel like, again, that would be depriving you of what you're looking for in the lifestyle. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to put you in a situation to where you're playing with someone you're not particularly interested in. So. Yeah, and and you have listened to me on, yeah. on that. And um, uh, I think, I think in fact, the couple that we were with last night, you, got, you guys were talking about that. It's not, I don't have a type, and that drives you nuts because you, you, can't, you can't look for somebody for me or even look for a couple for me yeah. because the guy who you might think I'm actually attracted to I might not want to play with at all. Yeah. Um, 
you know, he opened his mouth and said something stupid. And now I, I am not attracted to him at all. But then another guy who you would think I would have no interest in, I would be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm down if you're down. And you're like, what the heck? So, so yeah, I think, I think, um, I haven't necessarily taken one for the team. Um, I probably have compromised a little bit more than you, but, uh, but in, in in answering that, I have single man privileges to yeah. where a lot of women in the lifestyle don't have single men privileges. And and by that, I mean, we go to house parties and, and where there are single men and, and there's plenty of women that, you know, you can play with, but it's not like at those parties, you expect me to play with you. You go off and do your thing. I go off and do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we circle up and, and, you know, touch base throughout the night. Um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's a give and take, it's a compromise. Yeah. Um, but now back to the, the, the wife thing to, to kind of wrap all this up when I'm shown the respect, they can do whatever the hell they want with you within our lifestyle. Um, well, I mean, within our rules, but, uh, for example, there are two women that I absolutely adore. And, um, one of them is, uh, we went out to dinner with them just kind of at, when we first met them and we kind of told them what we wanted. They told us what they were comfortable with. Um, he doesn't necessarily play. She does. And um, at a, when we met them, we were at a point to where I was frustrated with the, the hot wife life um, uh, because I felt like I was being left out yeah. uh, and being rejected. We'll talk about that at another episode, but, um, but, what she did that I really appreciated is she um, she directed everything to me. She talked to me. She approved everything through me. It wasn't her going behind my back to talk to you or what happens a lot is her sending her husband to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was her with me and I really appreciated that. And I have a great friendship with her. We seen her uh, Friday as a matter of fact. And, and it's like, it's like seeing, you know, a friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, chances are I'll never play with her husband, even though he is somebody that I would play with. But um, but I'm I'm great with her because she gave me what I needed without even really... Realizing it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then there's another one where um, this lady, you went up to talk to her and she actually told you, where's your wife? Because I need to talk to her first. And that is something that has not happened at all. So yeah. she could do it. She could swing from the chandeliers with you for all I care. <laughs> um, but she she had you come get me so she could introduce herself to me first. However, the reason why she did that was because what had happened to her in the past was with another couple that we know, interracial couple, she was talking to the guy directly and the 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 female half of the interracial couple felt like she was overstepping her boundaries and, and disrespecting her. Yeah. And so she learned from that experience. Yeah. So she learned from that experience and she actually said, I didn't realize I was doing anything wrong, but now that I look back on it, I completely understand. And I just want to make sure I don't make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. So my purpose in this episode is to make sure that (laughs) I teach everybody the, that there is a women's code of conduct in this lifestyle. Yeah, there is. There is. I don't know what it is, but I know <laughs> I know what the male code of conduct is, and that is to be respectful 
you know, if, if the woman is, if she has a partner, you make sure you introduce and talk to the partner first before you talk to the, the, the target, the woman. Target's probably a bad word, but yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't know what the woman's code of conduct is. You just know what the death stare is when yeah. somebody isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> that's, that's not going to go well. <laughs> well, this one is not going to happen tonight. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, I, I think that's that's really the, the meat and potatoes of what the, the lifestyle podcast was about. Was there is, in the lifestyle, I just feel like there are... Um, black men are are kind of seen as this. We're gods in the, in the lifestyle. We're gods. Oh God, whatever. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, but but you are chased by women. We are. And and some unknown reason. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I I think we all can guess. But um, you, you guys are chased in the lifestyle, and I think most of the time people associate black men in the lifestyle with being single. And yeah, being being their on call dick, which yeah, we'll address that in another podcast too. <laughs> um, and so having you address that you are not an on call dick, you actually do have a partner. Um, that is what what I needed out of this lifestyle. Yeah. So. All right, we're good. Right. So. So wrapping up, I just wanted to say thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll probably try and. Uh, release podcasts on a bi-weekly schedule and um yeah go from there you know yeah, as always feedback is 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 uh is warranted we, we love feedback positive and negative you know we can always improve still looking for some uh some some music to add to our podcast so maybe by the third podcast we'll get that going but until then what do you got to say baby no i was just gonna say yeah we'll do it on a bi-weekly because we're we're actually squeezing this in right now, and we're both exhausted from last night. Yeah, we had a wild night last night. Yeah, wild night with some great friends. Yeah, some great <laughs> friends. And you know what? Um, just to piggyback on the respect, he said something last night um, during one of our water breaks, uh, where he said that um, me and him had a, a moment of passion, or I don't know if he said me and him, but he said he we haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, and and we haven't played in them with even played with them in even a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, so just to connect with really good friends last night was so much fun. And then to take it to another level, once we you know played, um, there was just this moment of just unbridled, raw passion between me and him. Um, but it wasn't a romantic passion. It yeah. was a, it was a, we know them, we're friends with them, we adore them, and, and I trust him. You're enjoying the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I trust him. Uh, I, I trust him with my body. I trust him. Um, it, you know him. You are great friends with him. I trust him with you, with your uh, approval. Um, and I just absolutely adore his partner and respect her with all, you know, with, with everything. And so yeah. it was just a moment with really good friends yeah. that you could just let go and be free. Exactly. And, and so that's, uh, that's, that's what the goal in the lifestyle is. Yep. And and it all starts with respect. Exactly. So. So we'll close on that note. And thank you again. This is the Mixed Nuts. We appreciate off. it. Thank you.